This is KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM, a service of DSU Radio, and we welcome you to Behind the Scenes with Cammie and Cindy. Cammie, a retired educator who fights human trafficking on a global scale, and Cindy, a retired nurse with a nonprofit focused on giving back. Behind the Scenes is a radio talk show about, well, let's find out what they're going to talk about. Here's Cammie and Cindy. All right, all right. What are we going to talk about Hello, today? Hello, we are here with the, I'm so excited, okay, Richard Paul Evans, the famous, right? Or famous, infamous? Infamous, famous, <laughs> all of the above. Um, I'm a school teacher. I know that for sure I've read your books. I've had my students read your books, but the audience might not, or maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe can you just tell us a little bit, give us a rundown. Who are you? What are you about? Welcome. That's a that's a broad question. Well, let me tell you my writing history. I started when well, I was nineteen ninety three. That dates me. I wrote my first book. It was called The Christmas Box. I self published it. It kept getting bigger and bigger until um, it was the number one book in the world. Sold eight million copies. Um, at that point, I signed with a major publisher. I've since written forty New York Times bestsellers. I have seven movies. The eighth one was in the works with Netflix uh, until the coronavirus shut down production. And uh, Hollywood is completely shut down right now, completely. Yeah, yeah. So, shut um, down. So we're just waiting to get back in. But um, so I'm, I'm taking this time to write. So I'm down at my ranch in southern Utah by, by Zions National Park. And uh, I'm working on my 41st novel. Awesome. That is so awesome. That is. And you are lucky to have a ranch here in Southern Utah. How old were you I when you started? We're the most beautiful place in the this state. This is so. the most beautiful. How, let me ask you this. How old were you when you started writing? I was 29. Wow. So for kids, you're telling me the kids are home right now. They're doing school from home. Do you have any advice for aspiring writers that might be, a, you know, an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, a 16-year-old, like... I think you're never too old to start, like 29, like, and you have this too old or too young or too young, like you have a hugely successful career. Um, and I think sometimes it feels scary to start. What advice would you give like an aspiring writer? Well, I'd tell them to write for fun. Uh, the, the first book, if I had had any expectation, because it was like an overnight success, that overnight success still took three years of hard work and the odds were way against me. So when you write a book, you write something that you enjoy. So, so when kids write me and they're writing fan fiction and they're just having a good time and sometimes it's, it's really good. So you, you have to enjoy it and not write to be famous. I mean, years ago I was with Joan Collins um, and she was, she was uh, lecturing, we were both speaking. She was talking about the limousine champagne lifestyle of a best-selling author. And I, I just want to say that's that's the worst thing you could tell these people here. You want to you write because you love to write because the chances of being successful are pretty are pretty slim. You're there. Um, I mean, to, to be on a on a on a national or global bestseller list is pretty slim, but you can be successful at many different levels. Well, and you got to write it for the love of it, right? Like as you're saying, if you're trying to write it to be a best-selling author, you're probably going to fail. But if you love it and you just want to write a story, then go for it. Is that what you're trying to get across, basically? Uh, absolutely. You, love of it. you just showed the Michael Vay book. My publisher <laughs> didn't even want it. What? They thought it would sell 30,000 copies in a lifetime. It sold. It's over 3 million copies now. It's all around the world. But they didn't think it was going to work. But I wrote it. It was just fun. I was having a good time writing yeah. about this boy and living out that fantasy. 
So I, I want to say that, um, this book, you, you signed it to my daughter after we met, we, we met just very recently and I had no idea that my son, like you're my son's favorite all-time author. Aww. And I remember now that he was like, mom, I don't, I'm sad. Cause I'm going to finish the Michael Bay series. And I don't know what to read after that. And this was years and years ago. He he's a good, he's an amazing reader. Um, but so I had to, once you signed this and, and gave it to my daughter, I'm like, well, I want to read it, but I don't have time to read. So I listen to it when I drive everywhere. And I'm is like, it, on audible? it is on audible. Okay. There we and go. so I'm just like, I've been, um, binge listening to all of these books. Cause they are so fun. They're just so fun. And just, I want, I want to just get them in as fast as I can. So I appreciate that you push forward past your publisher or whoever else was given you, um, push back on that. Cause it's an amazing series and, and, uh, not, just not give up, right? Right. Like, not giving up. Right. If you love it, go for it. So, so what I would love to talk to you about is, is the reason that you've come into my life, um, is your new, well, yeah, I, I think it's new. Your tribe of Queens started in January of this year. Correct. Is, wow. Am I, I think February, February. February. Yeah, so, yeah. So I don't want to butcher it and I'm going to let you share more, but what happened for me was, um, a mutual, a mutual friend reached out and said, Hey, um, if you feel called to, and I don't even remember what her post was, you guys, but for some reason I'm like, um, I am very busy. <laughs> she and I had a global mission planned. We were, we were literally leaving the country to go do some humanitarian work. Um, but for some reason I'm like, I need to go. And, and I drove up to Salt Lake to experience this tribe of Queens and, um, yeah. And I, and I just went off intuition and what my heart was telling me. And, and I would like you to share a little bit of what this tribe of Queens is, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. Okay. Can I tell the whole path? Yes, absolutely. Please. Someone posted the other day. It was funny. They said, let me get this right. A white man is starting a women's organization. <laughs> and, I, and I wrote back lots of, well, we like to test boundaries. <laughs> Turned out I was actually on the newspaper staff at high school with this woman uh, what, talk about small world. Um, but I, but I said lots of laugh. Yeah. It actually, sometimes uh, reality defies explanation. So this is what happened. And I have to blame my wife for this. Um, my wife wanted for Christmas to go to this women's camp and it was a very expensive, it was like 27, $2,800. She wanted to go to this. And for me, that was expensive for her. So she, so, but I gave it to her for Christmas. She really wanted it. And so uh, she went and I thought, what am I doing? It's probably going to be a man hate camp. She's going to come back and we're going to fight. It's going to be horrible. And instead she came back and she didn't even look the same. And she was absolutely lovely. In fact, she came up and she put her arms around me and said three words I've never heard before out of her mouth. I need you. And then, yeah. And then we went and sat in my car for two and a half hours. We had the most honest discussion since I've known her, I mean, even more than we were dating, it, everything was open. It was fantastic. And um, I thought this woman has really changed. I wonder how long it will last. You know, you know, you, people go to these things and, you know, a week later, they're, they're back to where they were. She never went back. Uh, it transformed Sorry. her belief system, who she was. Um, I'm so grateful for that experience. Well, the wonderful woman who held that camp came to Salt Lake City and she stayed at our home. And she said, I've always wondered what happened if men went. So I, I, she goes, find some friends. I had no male friends. I had to get relatives. 
right? I got a nephew. I got um, I got a son-in-law. It's like so we go up to this camp and with fourteen other men, and at first it was like really tense, and that's what men do. It's like it's you know you go in the room, you're kind of sizing each other up, and um, after three days, it was a really powerful experience. I realized something that these men were in crisis. Half the men had attempted suicide in the room. And only one of the 14, only one of the 14 had a male friend. It's like, I thought it was just me. It's like, guys just don't like me. I didn't realize that was the reality. Um, so I came back. I was very concerned about this. And um, I decided to reach out. I felt like God had called me to reach out. And so I started a, a group called Tribe of Kings. And I was trying to reach out to help men to stand in dignity and... Um, you know, it's anything but a, it's not a woman's hater club. It's like, no, it's it's about being the men they can be and, and also to love themselves, to be filled with joy. And and it was so hard. It was such a difficult thing. I was like dragging men in and it's like, well, it's costing me a lot of money to do this. I got I rented a hall for us and, and I'm losing um, thousands of dollars a month, almost $200,000 by the time I got into it. And the men are having trouble paying $20 a month. It's like, this is so hard. And they just kept going back into the foxholes. And after I just said, okay, I've got to take a break. Richard, hold on. I want to back you up for just a minute because you didn't tell the benefit. You, you shared with us um, before how much it benefited these men, but yet it was like you were dragging them to. Yeah. It, okay. So in trying to help these men, because many of them were suicidal. In fact, four, I know of 14 men who have come to me and told me that to save their lives. So um, I, I I created this training. I had gone to this training. And I thought, I wonder if I could take it to the next level. So I created this training I called Imperium Training. And um, a, a lot of men came. Um, Mark Eaton from the Utah Jazz, right? He came. And it was mind-blowing. We had almost 100 men. We had nine, 89 men. And... Three of them told me they found God that day. It was so crazy how powerful it was. And they were, they were so grateful and they opened up. It was really powerful. And then I said, well, do you want to share it with anyone? And no one did. No one wanted, the men didn't want to share it. They wanted to keep it to themselves. They didn't want to tell their friends they had gone to this camp. Like, I am, this is tough. They loved it. In fact, Mark Beaton said to me, he goes, I don't even know how you did that. He goes, that was one of the most profound experiences of my life. And, and this is, a, you know, NBA great. And, and so but yet uh, they were selfish and didn't want to share it with their friends or were they embarrassed? <laughs> yeah, they were, they were embarrassed. They weren't selfish. They weren't selfish. They were just like, it just wasn't thing, something men were doing. They didn't call. First of all, a lot of them were like me and didn't um, didn't have friends. Um, and some were, um, you know, it's just that was just I'm sorry. my daughter can try to FaceTime. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, so Jake, after about three years of this, I'm working with the men, and I love these men, and I do have male friends now. Some of my best friends have come from there. But then um, four months ago, one of my favorite men in the group committed suicide. Oh, no. And he was the leader. He was positive. He was had everything going. He was he was handsome, had a great business, had a beautiful wife, had he was so positive and helped. He, he reached out for my own son. I just love this man. When he took his life, I, I, I was in denial for about 12 hours. I could I, I wouldn't accept that he would take his life. And um, finally, it's like I have to stop. I'm obviously a failure. 
I've been trying to help these men. I can't even help my best friend. I obviously don't know what I'm doing. So I, I took a break from this. But in the course of what I was doing, and I let the men have it, so they're still running on their own. But in the course of what I was doing, I, did, I de- developed a way of looking at life, some doctrine for them called the five kingdoms. And it is how I, it, it came to me in a dream, and it's really powerful. My agent thinks it's the greatest thing I've created in my career. Mm. And so I created a planner based on it. So I, I had started a company to share with this. So I'm sorry, I sound like a lot, but all these things are coming together, and I'm struggling with all of them. And it's like, I have something brilliant. The, the, the reason I'm doing this is right. I'm not getting anything out of it other than trying to do what I think God wants me to do. And in the course of this, um, I have the thought, the same thing that the, the woman had with me. She said, what if I shared this with men? I thought, what if I share this with women? I wonder if women would be interested in this training. So I, I put it out there on my Facebook and said, does anyone want to come to this? Well, I had... I had 20 spots. I had 36 women apply. So we let 20 of them in, and we did the training. And if I thought the men was incredible, the women were off the charts. They were just they were they were crying and hugging and, and never wanted to go away. And it was like they stayed for like an hour afterwards, and trying to download. And the thing is, we gave a survey and said, "Would you do you have anyone to share this with?" 400 leads. Yeah, <laughs> four hundred leads. I'm looking at these pages like you got to be kidding me with phone numbers, and it's like, when do I start? I want to share this. Like, wow, wow. Can I tell I, you one I, thing? I love that you just shared a few minutes ago was, even though you're grinding and doing all of these things, and you feel at some point like maybe I'm failing it at all, maybe I'm not, but it doesn't matter. Just going forward and making the next right step, what you think God wants you to do. And I could see how a lot of people can relate to that, regardless of what's going on in our lives. Like maybe we're not doing it right. Maybe we don't have a handle on it, or maybe we are, but just keep going and not giving up. So. And follow that intuition. Yeah. Like, like I, you, you've said that a couple of times, like you just followed your intuition with what you're doing and, and we so, have it for a reason, right? Yes, like, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so awesome. Women are so awesome. Like <laughs> not, to, not, I mean, men are amazing too, but I do think maybe there's, we just want everyone to feel what we're feeling, right? Like if there's love and kindness, we want to share yeah. with everyone. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. So, it's, it's right. So it's, can it's, you it's, share? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Women love networking with other women and, and men as well. And, um, just sharing that, sharing the knowledge and the love and the, and the light. And men are like, I got it. Yeah. I'm going to take off. <laughs> men are, t- we, we love men. Don't get us wrong, but they- I have a lot of masculine energy. I get that. <laughs> I do, but, but I, it makes perfect sense. But the women definitely want to like spread the love and share it and get it out there as far and as fast as And then possible. like he started with saying, well, I might've had to give some credit to my wife. So if we start the, the fire burning, the men are going to automatically benefit from it. Oh yeah. We're going to go home. We're going to go home changed and go, Oh my gosh. And the husbands are going to go, what's different about you? And hopefully they'll be changed as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. So can you share with us what the tribe of Queens is? Right. Yeah. So what, what happened is the women wanted to bond together and they said, well, can we, can we take your model, what you were doing with the men? Can we do this? And I thought, yeah, 20 women. Sure. And so we created Tribe of Queens, which I could not believe was actually available.com. And I grabbed it. I could not believe that. Um, and so we started this little group. Well, that little group of 20 in, in eight weeks 
just the group itself is 548 women as of this morning. It's That's growing. That's so awesome. Hour. And we have, um, we will hit 5,000 women on our Facebook page tonight. Wow. So, wow. So that's what's happening. So it's been, it's, I mean, someone said to me, um, Bronwyn, who invited you, said, she goes, I feel like I'm running in front of a freight train. And <laughs> I said, Bronwyn, you are the freight train. I said, you are. I love Bronwyn. Bronwyn <laughs> is amazing. Her, yeah, her energy. But that's what, okay, this is another thing. And don't take this the wrong way. Um, with the men, it, it was really appealing to um, struggling men. Okay. Mm. A lot of them were unemployed. Uh, they had trouble. They asked if we could like not charge them, you know, to be in, even though I'm covering everything. And um, the women were the opposite. We were getting super powerful women. Like at the first meeting there, one owned two radio stations, one owned a trucking company. Three of them had awesome. huge followings. It's like, and my assistant Diane said to me the other day, she said, wow, have you noticed the kind that the women that we're attracting are really successful? And so that's what we're seeing. We're seeing really high power women who are who just can just gravitate towards us. So we have women who have thousands of followers who are coming to us and say, how do we bring them in? So we're just trying to we're trying to just kind of bat down the hatches. We're only eight weeks old. Right. So it's like, okay. So if if coming in, like, I don't know anything. Cindy knows some, you know, some Well, obviously, you know, most of it. What is someone listening that's not quite sure what we're talking about, how they can benefit, how they can get involved? Like, what would be something I would need to know if I was just listening? Well, when we started, and this was, I think, a mistake we made with the men, we we required to come in for you to go to the training. Because what that does is kind of like this really powerful, empowering initiation. It's, it's a coronation ceremony for the women. Mm. And it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful, isn't it, Cindy? I, I have to yes. this here. It's, it's beautiful. It's very moving. Yes. It's really, really powerful. I've had um, corporate executives say to me, wow, I thought it might be cheesy. I had no idea. You said they're bawling um, mm. and cool, how cool it was. Well, I had seen it with the men, the men who would be very skeptical. They were blown away by this experience. So, but so that was the model. The problem is this, this virus came and and so it shut every, it's like, we can't have meetings. We can't, I have, we have so many women waiting and we can't meet with them. And so, um, I just said, at first I said, I, and I knew I, that this organization should be run by women. Right. So I, I created this council, this high council, I call it the, the council of Queens. And, um, these wonderful women are, are really smart. One's a councilwoman, one's, a, you know, several businesses, they're, they're really sharp. And so I said to our president, I said, you know, maybe we should hibernate. We can't do these meetings. He goes, I think this might be an opportunity to reach people at home and to really give women something. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm really glad she said that because that is exactly what's happening. We're having so many women come on Zoom calls. And so we changed the model so that they could come in, uh, so they could join without going through training. So they can do the training later. And so I think we have this morning like 19 tribes. Um, they're, they're international. I mean, we have what's some, a tribe uh, exactly. Okay. So th this is what happens. We, the tribe of Queens, and, and this again was based on what I did for the men. It's a, it's a global organization, right? That was the plan for them. It's a global organization and it provides benefit for men. And so by, you have the power of a global organization, but these units are run on a local level. So, so you're, you're down in St. George area. I could, I can, a good example is the Mormon church. They have, they have an international church, and then they have wards. Okay? 
so for those that aren't Mormon, excuse the reference, but um, I think everyone in St. George is Mormon almost <laughs> pretty much. So it's anyway, but that's a model. Um, it's so you have these small tribes, and that way they can be they can have love and compassion and care and fun on a local level. And okay. So, so Kemi, you mentioned something about um, about sex trafficking. Which yeah. is something that um, you know. You know me. I've 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 been working with abused children. I've spent millions helping abused children, and we've we've helped more than a hundred thousand abused children through my Christmas box houses. Right. So this mm-hmm. is something that's near and dear to my heart. The trafficking. Tim Ballard, who um, started uh, Operation Underground Railroad, was a friend of mine, and I can't even comprehend what he had to go through, even to look at that junk. And yep. um, so I've consulted with him, and it's like, so we're going to look at how can we reach out and help. That's something we do on a global level. So so part of the monthly fees goes towards that. But then you have women on a local level that you want to help and reach out and bless and, and get involved and bring into your tribe and put your arms around. So you're able to help on both levels. And that's why it's really powerful to have both. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so a tribe is a, is, a, is a maybe a better example is kind of like a rotary club, right? Like a rotary. Uh-huh. Or, or, yeah. No, a sorority. It's better. A sorority. It's a sorority. <laughs> because like, Yay! I love Rotary. You guys are awesome out there. I love Chamber. You guys are awesome. But like, how many groups do you go? And you're like, it's not. I mean, it's fun because you get to see people. But like a sorority, you think that you're like, okay, what are we gonna do? Like, That's there's something fun coming. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I like the sorority. <laughs> That's a good word. Yeah. Okay, I love it. Um, so let's say I'm listening. Um, I'm driving my car listening, or maybe actually me. Like, what do I do if I want to know more? If I want to get involved? Do I go to a website? Do I? Yeah. Well, go to Facebook um, right now because bear in mind we're still eight weeks old, so we do have a website, but it's very rudimentary. It, it does. We do have a back office to sign people up. Um, but what you want to do is, I'd go to our Facebook page and just say, and just go in their message and say, I'm interested, and say where you are. And um, you know, okay, so what Facebook page is that? I'm going to write it and then we'll post about it too. It's just Tribe of Queens. Tribe of Queens, easy enough. Tribe of Queens, yeah. And uh, yeah, and then it's like say where you are, and would say, "Oh, we have Cindy's down there." And then they'll connect you. Is that yeah, how? Well, that- well you'll, you you look for a tribe, and you just kind of see because every tribe has its own culture. Mm-hmm. Every tribe's a little bit different. I mean, we have we have one that the ladies are a little bit older, and uh, the, the the president of the tribe was the, uh, the the high queen. We call him of the tribe. She was the national president for American mothers. Mm-hmm. And so she's looking for that. She's looking for that group. We have some that are really young, uh, active, passionate. We have some that have uh, causes like you, Tammy, um, that, you know, so you kind of look for a tribe where you feel comfortable. You talk to the high queen and think, yep, this is where I want to be. Awesome. Would the, would the tribe, do they meet regularly? Like, I know it's brand new. I'm asking a lot of questions. I'm just thinking, what questions would I have if I was No, well, that's, that's a good question. Um, well, right now, they're not... Right now, they they're very active online, right? But yeah. no one's really meeting. Um, we all have to be active online only, right? Yeah, we're telling them not to meet. But they, um, the high queens are required to um, do at least one in-person activity a month, and then on top of that, to do um, twice a year to do a charitable outreach. Okay, so that's the only requirement. But these women Sweet. are much more. Yeah, they're much more active. But this is a cool part. It's it's only twenty five dollars a month to jo- to join, and there's training, and we're talking world class training. Like if you have a book in you, a lot of these women are leaders. They have books. We have actually a, a, a New York Times bestselling, international bestselling author who holds a training call every month. That's more. That's worth way more than twenty five dollars. Yeah. Um, 
We have corporate trainers uh, who t help entrepreneurs. I actually teach my five lessons for women, which is personal finance. Um, I guarantee you can double, you'll double that fee every month. I guarantee it. It's like uh, we have um, five kingdom training and um, I'm not missing that's yeah, that's it. Then we have a Monday morning wake up call with Caroline Guest. So if you want to be on it and, and get motivated. So there's so much good stuff coming down. The value, when we asked women training what it was worth, they put down, they wrote down $250. A professional trainer said, yeah, it's probably, you probably couldn't charge what it's worth. I'd give you $149. When I said 25, they, they stuck, they, they were frozen. So. Okay, we're going to go to break okay. and then we'll come back and finish up with, and I have a lot to in, interject here. So I'm excited to, to oh, share yeah. my experience. Um, yeah. And, and we'll run down all of the benefits you get when you join, when we come back. Okay. Perfect. Yes. Thank I'm you. so excited about this. So. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes with Cammie and Cindy on Radio St. George 100.3 FM. Hello, hello, hello. We Welcome are back. back. Yes. So I feel like we just got fed from a water hose of all this amazing stuff. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little feedback. Are we sounding good over there? Okay. Um, of all of the amazingness of of Queens. So I wanted to give a quick rundown of what is, I can't do this feedback. You talk, take over. I can't do it. What's going on? I've been on stage before. I'll just ignore it. Hi. Okay. Hi. Okay. It's there fine. we go. Don't Much move better. The fell off. We don't care. It's fine. No. <laughs> Sorry. There. I love it. All of the nuances of our new normal. We're, we're right? trying to just roll with the whole new, um, you know, whatever the, yeah. the stuff comes down the pipeline of of staying home and things like that. So yeah, it's fun. So this is a new setup for us today. Sorry, bear with us, but I think we got it. So what I wanted to do was share why I chose to be part of tribe of Queens and what the benefits are, um, that, that most stood out to me. Um, first of all, yes, there's an amazing, um, experience, like a one day retreat is what I would like to call it. Um, that Richard has put together that helps you, reclaim your queendom, which is what he calls it. I, I call it getting back into your heart and knowing what's, um, true for you and what comes first. If you're not inside of, if you're not taking care of you, and if you're not inside of your heart, then, then we don't have anything left to take care of anybody else. So his one day retreat that he has put together is, is such a beautiful experience. Um, he has two really amazing meditations in there that were so beautiful. And I've done a lot of amazing meditations. So when I say that, like these were, uh, life-changing for me as well. Um, so that was awesome. I loved all of that. And then the tribe of Queens is something. So I have done a lot of retreats across literally the globe. Um, and they're a week long, they're a weekend long, they're three to five days long. They're all beautiful. I come back changed as Richard said in the last segment, um, you come back changed, but then how long does it last? Um, and some of these were so moving and I, I come back a changed person, but then I get dropped back into my, my everyday ordinary life. And it's like, you feel out of sorts a bit and you can't, um, it's hard to stay in that heart space 
of where you were when you were at that retreat removed from your ordinary life. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And, and you just get almost, I found myself getting almost addicted to going to these retreats because it would put me back in my heart so deeply that I wanted to be in that space all the time. And I'm like, you know, there's a big component missing here. When people go to retreats, they need something to carry on with them in their ordinary life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Richard has captured that so well with his binder, the, um, what's the name? Tell me the name of the binder, Richard. It's a queendom organizer. Yes. The queendom organizer. Thank you. Um, and it's a step-by-step process and it doesn't even take long. You guys, it's just a few minutes every day, but it gets you right back into that space that you, um, that you feel, uh, after going through the experience and, and then you, you radiate out from there. If you fill your own cup first, then you have extra to give everybody else. But if you're just always depleting your cup, you have none left for yourself. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you're either exhausted, you're resentful, you're angry. Um, so his organizer, uh, helps you realize you come first. And especially as women, I think women, we put ourselves last all the time. Our families first, our husbands are first, our businesses are first, everything else is first. But really, if we're not there, then, then who's going to take care of them? So we, we really have to put ourselves first, which I feel this, this, um, encapsulates. Can I I say something on that? Yes. Because I've worked with enough women with my book, the five lessons a millionaire taught me for women. I call that burnt toast syndrome that if there's four pieces of toast, four people, and one of them's burned, the mother takes it. Yes. Okay. That's so true. But I want to say something, um, because of what I found, what you just said, there are women out there and bless their beautiful hearts are saying, oh, she's telling me to be selfish. No, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm telling you is a very mentally healthy relationship with your source, with your divinity and your God that no one else gets in. Your husband is not your God. Your best friend's not your God. Your children are not your God. That you are up there so that you can't be controlled and manipulated and hurt. And what you'll find is you, when you do that, when you focus on that internal peace, you are not more selfish, you're less selfish because that source helps you to radiate with love and compassion, but you are coming from a mentally healthy boundary. Okay, so don't throw out what Cindy just said because it sounded selfish. You have to think through the truth of this. If you don't, you will you will end up like you talked about, a doormat, and that is not okay. You are a, you are a daughter of God, and that is to feel that power of uh, that connection. So I'm just, excuse me for so, interrupting you, but I just- No, you're I, fine. So what you're saying is this planner and your program can help with that. That's exactly what it's about. Absolutely. Okay. And I, it, I appreciate it's you. Centering, it's centering women again. They don't become selfish, bad mothers and bad wives or, or, or angry women. What they do, they actually have, they become empowered and they love themselves. And they're with women who love them. It's such a healthy place. It's mental health. They're so healthy. Uh, And guess what? Then they become better wives. Then they become better mothers because they like themselves. What if they, like you were saying right before the break, what if we couldn't go to the retreat? Then what? Well, here, let me finish. Let me me finish my, my spill and then we'll get in, into that. So, so yes, right now you can't go to the retreat, but, um, I love how well you guys are shifting and pivoting with what's going on right now. Um, I have to give kudos to, to you and your team and everybody, um, 
but but let me back up to the pieces. This is the a big piece, and we'll answer a lot of that question as well. So the, the thing, listeners are trying to connect. Yes, yes. The things that um, you get as uh, being in a tribe of queens, as Richard had noted on the previous segment, um, there's so much, there's so much, and I'll let you run down those again, but the ones that I loved is the connection, the community connection, the once a month gatherings, and also the, the, the tribe gets to choose a give back thing to do. And I've always said like, when you're in your darkest moments, like look outside of yourself and help somebody else. And that, that helps light your own light. Um, but the, the really big key factor for me was the writing, the help with writing a book. And you can ask how many people, a show of hands if we could right now, which we can't see anybody out there, but how many people out there have a book in them, either uh, their own story or a fiction story that they want to write or um, whatever it is, I, I would guarantee it's a, a large percentage, way above 50%. But part of what I do is I say, I share my story and ho hopes that you share yours. And I'm just very true and authentic and real. So people feel safe to realize that whatever they're going through, whatever, you know, traumas or heartaches or things that they've experienced, it's safe to share and, and not hide because hiding our story actually keeps, keeps it suppressed. And then it drives us in life. Even when we don't, even when we don't know. So you talked on suicide a little earlier and I'll just touch on that one because there's so many I could touch on, but, um, my husband committed suicide eight years ago and it was so traumatizing for me. It was something I never wanted to look at. I never wanted to talk about it. And I never healed from it. And I thought because I was happy, happy, and I was living a good life and, and things like that, that I had healed from this trauma of suicide. And really I hadn't because I had suppressed it and I wouldn't talk about it. And it was only until I could talk about it that I really healed from that trauma in my life. So, so that's part of what I, I do with, with, uh, finding the fire is, is sharing my story. So other people will. So part of this tribe of Queens, you have access to helping you write your story. And this just came in for me was I would love to help people write their story if they feel in inclined to, um, as part of this tribe. And if you don't feel safe sharing your story in a manner of there's key players, like when I first thought about sharing my story, I'm like, I can't tell the truth because I love certain people in my life and they're still alive. And if, and if mm -hmm. I shared the truth about what happened to me as a child, it could hurt somebody. And I wouldn't want to do that. Um, at this point I've, I've healed all those traumas and I've talked to those people and I'm, and I'm not worried about sharing anything at this point, but some people might still be, but maybe you could write it in a fiction version, you know, and you can grant, you can blow something clear out of the water, way bigger than it was in real life. But in your, in your life, when you were a child, if something happened to you, it might've been that grandiose in your mind. So I really love that component of it. And, and that's one of the, the key things for me that I latched on. Um, but also just sharing, you know, sharing love and community and spreading light and connection, because I don't know how many times I hear women say, where do you find friends? And, um, yeah, and they just need that hope outside of, especially what's going on in the world right now. You know, we, we need some light in our lives right now. So, um, I yeah. Love, I love seeing all the friends these women are making. Some of them, I, it's like, I tell you, how long have you known each other? 
Like I did, you met before the tribes. Like, no, we met two days ago. And they're like best friends. It's like, oh my gosh, this is, this is working. <laughs> right. And when I, when I went to your, um, I, I think I went to probably the last in-person workshop. I, I imagine yeah, you did, yeah. but that happened to me as well. Like I ended up sitting next to a woman and she and I just instantly bonded and we took off at lunchtime. We're like, we'll be right back. And she ran and I had, I was admiring a ring on her hand and she was like, I want to buy you one. And so we went and she bought me this beautiful, mm -hmm. amazing ring. But that's, that's the kind of connections you get with this tribe of queens. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm super confused. <laughs> so imagine I'm like listening or I want to know what it is. I still don't understand. So we have about 10 or 15 minutes. Tell us all of the nuts and bolts FAQs. Like what can we need to know? How do we do? I don't get what I would get for my $20 quite yet. I think that you said there's a massive amount of value. Yeah. And why? So maybe like before, you know, we wrap up in the next 15 minutes or so, you could explain to us what it is and start with I'm the confused. organizer, Richard. <laughs> start with the organizer. Yeah. So that confused, alone, listeners are confused. Yes. Okay. So let me go. So first of all, oh, we got I'll go down. I actually have a list. You, you get a membership in a local tribe. Now, mastermind groups are usually $100 a month. So that alone is, is a great value. But then you get membership in the National Tribe of Queens. And so... Um, you get inspirational messages from them. You get opportunities. There's going to be national get-togethers and international opportunities. Uh, a Monday morning Queen's wake-up call, a Tribe of Queen's membership pin, and, and then now gets back to Queendom Organizer. So one of the founders of Franklin, when he looked at my organizer, he said, he looked at about 10 minutes and he goes, this is better than Franklin. Mm, he, goes, he said, you've answered the questions we felt. What are you doing with it? At the time, I said nothing. Because what do you mean nothing? I said, I just made it for myself. And I was using it. I'd been using it for four years. He's like, this thing is brilliant. It's like, so we adapted it for the women. So you get the, so you get this planner. That alone is like a $150 value. Um, you get access to the National Queens event and a donation to stop human trafficking, local outreach, and other worthwhile causes. Now, on the other side of that, we have coaching. And the coaching is worth hundreds of dollars a month. So um, I teach personally. Now, I can teach you tricks, financial tricks, um, financial tricks that will help you um, transform your life even without getting an extra income. You know, it's amazing that, and this is proven. I've been doing this for years. This book's an international bestseller. So I teach these personal finances. Um, we have an author. And I do. Kind of Are we Okay. We're back on. Hey, oh, I, we I'm here. Are you there, Sean? Okay, I think we're good. Okay. When did you lose me? <laughs> we lost you. Well, personally, maybe we're not the only, I, we might be the only ones, but we heard you at the planner, right? Yeah, you were starting to explain. Well, you said that Franklin Covey said that they touched on the pieces or that you hit the pieces that they were lacking, which are the most important parts. Yeah, it's just, I... In fact, my, my plan is right there. I can reach over and grab it. I don't go anywhere without it. My assistant, that's how we run our businesses. Um, it's really powerful, and you're going to love it. Um, then on top of that, we have um, access to special Queens events, National Queens event. And let's face it, who doesn't want to go to Disneyland together or um, oh, cruise? We won't talk about cruises right now. Um, but on the side, <laughs> I actually, a friend sent me an ad for a cruise, $25 for the cruise. Oh my God! You can go on a cruise for twenty-five dollars. Yeah, um, oh donations. 
this is a donation to stop human trafficking and local outreach and other worthwhile causes. So that's oh, just what that, my that, turn, brother. that right there is worth way more than 25. But then you look at the coaching. Okay, the financial empowerment, I'm teaching my international best-selling book, The Five Lessons a Millionaire Taught Me for Women. It's a book that will show women how to immediately transform their financial world, even without getting extra work. You know, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So we have an author publishing. What I found, uh, uh, Cindy, you asked the question, how many women want to write a book? For about a year, I asked every audience I was in front of, um, you know, thousands of women, how many want to write a book? I, I figured it was about 40%. But what I found out with the women in the tribe, and um, it's close to the 70%. Because leaders, leaders want to write a book. They want to express themselves. Then we have Five Queendom Coaching, and this talks about every aspect from your marriage. This is uh, taught by Dr. Christine Rank, soon to be doctor. Um, everything from how to live the five lessons with five um, queendoms within your marriage, within the world, with your kids, uh, with your God, with spirituality. It's really powerful. Um, and then the last is Women's Entrepreneur. So it's taught by Fortune 500 coach, Lark Dean Galley. And if you're starting a business, no matter how small or big, she, she will guide you through it. These are live calls. So you can actually ask questions. You have a network. The women are going to support you in your business. I mean, this is, this wow. is so much more than $25 a month. Uh, most people think we're going to charge them $300 a month for it. It's like they're always stunned, like, what's the catch? And I go, the catch is I want a million women together. Mm -hmm. We want to build an organization with a million women. We have a whole group already. We're translating things into Spanish, a Hispanic group. And, and one of them said to me, she goes, my, my friends don't have much money. And so she was so happy. She couldn't believe it when it says $25. She goes, they can afford that. It's like, we want every woman to have this act, to have accessibility to this. And the thing is, if you're in it for three months and you're not absolutely delighted, we'll give you your money back. We'll give you your That's money. amazing. We'll give and you can keep the binder, the planner, because you're going to love that the planner. That's amazing. That is it's wonderful. That's a guarantee. It's like we... Because we just know the women are on fire. In fact, while we've been sitting here, do you want to know how many women have joined? I want to know. Okay. So it was, um, just, no, I, I can't say join. We actually had, we've had six women join the tribe. Um, but let's see, we have on the Facebook page, we have had um, nine. Nine have joined while we've been talking right Just now. since we've been that talking. That is so That's awesome. Since the break. Since the break. Since wow, the break. So maybe in the last break. 10, 15 minutes. That is yeah. amazing. What an exciting time to be involved. Yeah, Absolutely. we're still, we're still, you know, we're, we're in baby steps right now. So, and I told people on a call last night, I thought if we can get 20 women and we have 150 women RSVP from around the world. And um, I told them, I said, if you're, if you're the kind who wants to come into the house and have it all furnished and ready, probably step back for a little bit. But if you're like my wife who wants to pick the drapes and the carpet, and make sure the, the walls are painted the right color and the right way, then you're in the right time because these incredibly wonderful women are helping to guide what is going to be a global run. How so amazing. Kind of How exciting. exciting. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can just envision so many women throughout the world getting help that they wouldn't otherwise have. Yeah. What a blessing you are. You know what? I, oh, thank, thank you. You know what's really interesting that who's really like on Facebook? We're getting an, a statistically high number of African American women. Wow, that's that's awesome. I love yeah. that. I love that. It's, and a is very it, it's a very diverse group. Yeah. Is it from mostly America right now? Yes. 
Okay. We do have, we do have two people in Africa who just signed up. And again, this is, it's, it's freaking us out a little bit because we can, we're trying to keep up. <laughs> we're only eight weeks old. <laughs> I would love to see like a sponsorship program or something with some of the women I work with in Belize and Dominican Republic and all over the oh, world. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Because what's going to happen after we have this foundation, then we're going to reach out to the young princesses, you know, mm-hmm. these future queens. But we're also going to reach back to the men. The men yes. need your love. They need your help. They need your support. And what I found near the end of the tribe, the biggest mistake I made was not involving the women right off. Most of the men, men coming in were because their wives were sending them. <laughs> yeah. You know what? If we're going to save the men, we want to, the women are coming to me and saying, can you please do this for my husband? I said, we've been trying. So we're going to build this super strong. And then these lovely women are, are that will have the opportunity to say, okay, I want my husband involved. I want my more. It's more my sons. You know, and this might be a little preliminary, but have you ever considered doing something like a sponsorship package? So maybe like, you know, I work with these survivors once they get out um, of trafficking and some village leaders and things like if we were to sponsor, maybe I could buy one for somebody in, you know, I have a gal that runs a woman's home in Belize, like maybe a sponsorship program, just a thought. I, you know, I would be, that's a great idea. I'd love to see tribes, um, you know, an individual tribe sponsor. This is what we've been doing um, with, like with the men, I was going into halfway houses with men who were just coming out of addiction programs yeah. or, or out of prison. And we yeah. had a 30 day planner and we'd go in and we would give them the planner and teach them. It would blow their mind. Some of them had never thought about planning their life or living intentionally. And mm-hmm. what we told them is if you use it for 30 days, if you use it for 30 days, we will give you the whole package absolutely free. That is so amazing. It's just like, like we work thing. with aftercare just centers. I'm just, I'm going to get my hands on this planner. <laughs> oh, I can't wait like, to get mine. Show us that, that you're amazing. going to use it. We don't waste it. You put in the effort and we will reach out. And some of the, we had men start to cry. It's like, how come you care mm. about us? And they couldn't even, they couldn't even comprehend that. Why do you care about us? Mm. Like, brother, we're brothers, right? Yes. And, and, and these queens are reaching out like sisters, and I am so moved by the love I'm seeing. It's a thrill. I got to tell you, it's a thrill. It's wonderful. Like, what an amazing, like, listening to you, just even the the few, you know, success stories you've shared. I can't even, I want, I want one. <laughs> and I want to use it in my company. Like, this is just amazing. I think of these aftercare centers for victims of trafficking. And having them have this resource could change a lot. Oh, it it is changing lives. And I I love what you just said. And it's like, none of us reach the finish line unless we all reach the finish line is the way I heard what you said. We all are in this together and we want to reach out and help everybody get there together. It's not one before the other or, or any other way. Yeah. And I bet you businesses would sponsor and we could get it to everybody's hands possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's one more more aspect of this and that is, the queens can actually grow. They're, they're, um, they can actually grow in rank. So you can be a high queen, and then you can be a crown, high crown, and the empress. And my dream is these empresses are going to be incredibly powerful women. They're the ones that are going to pick the national charity, the queen, the empress council. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are on stage talking to tens of thousands of people. They're the voice of this. And so it is, maybe that's why we're attracting such amazing women. But we have, I mean, we have two women that are about to reach crown status. And it's like, we're just, we launched it. We launched the tripart only two weeks ago. So to see that kind of growth is mind blowing. And 
and some of these women, there's some who have like networking opportunities. This is not an MLM, but they have, they understand how to reach out. So they have those talents and they're reaching out with it and it's growing really fast and they're lifting women with them. So, you know, the oh rising tide lifts all ships. So when I first saw Cindy, I just saw this empress. I thought, oh my gosh, I want you on the stage in front of 10,000 people. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to be zooming to 10,000 people for a while. <laughs> Hopefully they lift this band soon. Yes. But, oh, but, yeah. hopefully, yes. Oh my gosh, how awesome. Well, thank you for um, for coming on to the show today. Um, if people want to get involved, you're telling us the best way is to go to Tribe of Queens on Facebook? So, well, uh, the best way is to go to one of you. Yeah, come reach That's out true. to me, Cindy Jacobson, Finding the Fire. And also you can learn more at tribeofqueens.com. Is that up and running yet? I know I know you guys are trying to stay ahead of the freight train. So, okay, awesome. But, but you, can't, you can't leave a message there. So just go to the Facebook page and leave a message and say that you heard this show. And then I'll just focus everything. We'll just focus everything back down to you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. We need your leadership down there in Southern Utah. Yes. Yes. And these women will be so excited to have this here. So I'm, I'm grateful to have you on the show. Thank you so much for taking the time and um, working with us with our, our makeshift uh, podcast studio over here, radio studio. Um, And we will see you guys guys next next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Behind the Scenes with Cammie and Cindy. Find out more about Cammie Bowker with her podcast, Released Global, and Cindy Jacobson with her podcast, Finding the Fire. Join us next Tuesday at 4 for another edition of Behind the Scenes with Cammie and Cindy on Radio St. George 100.3 FM.